What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Level With You show, a weekly video game podcast where we get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. Today, I am joined to my left by Kenny Castro. Hey. To my right, Anthony Dewart. Pay off your credit cards. That's my head. And Tyler Hadley behind the booth. I play with basketballs. All right. I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> Glad where it went. Okay. So this is episode 11. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, you can find us also on podcast services. We are on iTunes, Podcast Addict, and I believe Spotify. Double check me on that, but I believe we are there. Um, we also have a couple Let's Plays coming up, so stay tuned for those. But for now, we will begin the show with what we've been playing. Guys, let us know. Let the audience know. You know, the same weeb shit I play every week. I don't know. Uh, Titty Toucher 2. Uh, I don't know. Anime Girl in Your Bedroom 5. Uh, no. Um, I played more Persona 5 this okay. week, so I'm getting getting uh, getting along there. I'm like, what, what dungeon are you on? I'm on... I just beat Okamura, so I just beat the, I want to say, fifth or sixth dungeon. Okay. It's the foods guy who looks like an alien and uses his robots to attack you. That was a pretty cool fight. And I got the new girl, Haru, in my party. Spoilers. Haru. Oh, she's Ooh, the worst. Haru. Yeah, she's her. I thought it was really funny. Her persona's name's Milady, so I just kept thinking Milady. I was like, "Where's the fedora?" I, know. I no honestly, fedora. For, I, I have not, I have forgot about her. It's a game with lots of memorable characters, and she's got a big know. forehead. I don't know. She is just a little bland, and she, uh, she is a little. But anyway, they can't all be zingers. Nah, because once you get so many, I see this like with a lot of animes. They try to do that. They're like, "All right, we're going to introduce a bunch of cool characters, and they all got great personalities, and they have like one episode where they're kind of interesting, and they never get fleshed out after that. Just kind of mm. like show up in the background." Yeah, maybe in the R, we'll get a little bit more about Haru. Yeah, I don't know. Persona Haru. <laughs> so uh, you also told me you were playing a little fighting game based on uh, a little My Hero Academia. Yes, yeah, people might might know it. It's a pretty popular anime franchise right now, or a Boku no Hero Academia if you want to be annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty fun. It's just like a it's little you know it's just pandering to fans. If you're a fan of the anime, if you're a fan of the series, you'll like it. It's uh, what's the fighting inputs like? Is it? It's kind of like a free roam almost. It's uh, you ever played any of the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games? Mm-mm. The uh, the way they did it was it's you know one screen you have your character you start off closest to the screen your opponent starts off farther off into like the background you can see him but it's pretty much it's all on one plane but it's three D so instead of like a classic uh, one plane two D fighter you kind of have this little arena or area to move around and fight in and controls are right you can jump which is really neat I love any game that you know any fighting it's game like you a, jump like in a Xenoverse pretty much yeah it's like exactly like a Xenoverse I don't know if I played fighting. a fighting game where you don't jump it's true well yeah that's true <laughs> it feels a little more. Uh, it's a little more less chained down in the, like a 3D space rather than like you can do like the okay course, so it's a 3D up-up-up. fighter okay but it's I mean it's neat you have the combos are pretty simple from what I've seen so far it's nothing like too intricate very kind of casual and there's no big like evil fighting scene for it you've been telling me about this show I guess I should get into it it sounds like you guys like it it's a lot awesome. yeah. I'm, I'm a personally big fan everyone likes it everyone likes he, it I yeah. even have my 7 year old son watching it he loves wow. it wow okay so yeah you are saying that in the uh, text yesterday or the other day you're like oh I'm watching it with my kid yeah he was freaking out in the one scene with um, Muscular. Oh, I love that scene. That was uh, so good. That one, that one almost brings tears to me every it single does. time. It doesn't matter how many times I watch that scene. I watch that before I go to the gym to get pumped up. I'm sitting in my little car, my fat gut hanging out like, wow. Dude, you watch the first episode right at the end when All Might's like, anyone can be a hero. Yeah. Even you. And I'm like, oh, he's talking to me. So what is it, like a inspirational? It's, it's, it's all around pretty great. I think they flesh out the even the minor characters pretty well yeah. slowly. You know, I think it's 
is phenomenal, the storytelling. So I definitely would say check it out. They okay. have all three seasons dubbed so far. On Hulu? On Hulu, yep. Mm-hmm. Good Hulu, to know. Crunchyroll, no Netflix yet, but... Yeah. Yeah, I got Hulu. It's They're doing that Saint on Netflix, though. Oh, my God. No, don't talk to me about that right <laughs> now. Save it for the anime cast, y'all. All right, what about you, Tyler? I'm going to pick on you. You been okay. playing anything new? Uh, no, balls. nothing really new. I've been playing Apex a little bit. Um, still on that and grind. I haven't been playing a whole lot of games recently, um, but there's a game that has piqued my interest due to economics. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. Let me know about this uh, little scheme you got cooking up. So, my roommate, X White Lightning X. <laughs> Gamers, <laughs> all right, Sasuke, uh, come on. <laughs> and uh, so he has played Ark Survival Unleashed, evolved, so evolved, yeah, yeah. in the past. So he's te- he he just got back into it, and he's telling me that when he was playing it months ago, I mean he was like religiously playing it almost every day, and he made over like fifteen hundred dollars on this game. By selling dinosaurs, trading dinosaurs, selling camps, land, all sorts of things on the various servers. And I was like, wow, I wonder that how much ridiculous. Did he, did he tell you how much he had to invest? Because I know it's free to play. He, no, he didn't. He's just, just time. Really? And that's why people are purchasing these things from other players because mm-hmm. they don't want to spend the time. It takes X amount of time to raise one of the best dinosaurs or whatever, and people just want the best dinosaur to. To get, ride around to, on and well, there is like a story part of the game, and like once, I get, according to him, once you get towards the end of the story, like the the bosses, um, you really need the, these like strongest dinosaurs. Huh. So, so is it like a like, Pokemon, like kind of like digital pet? Because you said like yeah, I was asking yeah. you before, and you said like the game you, still I, plays. I don't really know all the details that go into it. I guess you capture them and you uh, tame them, tame them, and you walk around with them, and there's like other. Uh, words that he told me about uh, <laughs> <laughs> this and that and breed them. We were like chocobos. Yeah, so, so think about it yeah. almost as a hybrid Minecraft meets um, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi, you know, Pokemon. <laughs> it's like so you you really have to. You start off once your character is you know in the game. You have nothing. You have like boxers on. And you have to craft everything, and you have to make sure you eat. You can go, you can die from like hypothermia. You could get too cold, mm-hmm. so you have to make sure you make yourself clothes. Find make a fire so you could sleep around, or it could be around so you're not, so you don't die from cold. It it's very, very involved. In, involved. Like so, the amount of time Tyler's gonna be putting into that. That's gonna be nice. <laughs> nice to see. It's gonna be the next. Well, I mean, twenty. He's, he's pitching it to me like I'm like one of three people that'd be working in, in this camp and so, so, and and so, so wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard a lot of Ponzi is, games. In my is time. this like urban life game. of Ark? Like, Apparently. <laughs> okay. And once you get up to this many dinosaurs, then you can sell the purple dinosaur. You, you know what it is? I think Tyler's trying to recruit us for his camp, so we could be working like around the guys, hour as well. Let me <laughs> tell you, this, this is a great. This is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Tyler's gonna get so attached to his dinosaurs that he's not gonna want to sell them. He's, that's what he's I gonna be do. getting offers for like twelve hundred bucks. Be like, no, that's he's my a, dinosaur. In like yeah, a month, right. Tyler's gonna Tyler's gonna be like, guys, look, I'm being honest. Look at these checks I'm getting. They're, I, they're legit. Look at my PayPal account. You see these transactions? <laughs> There's three. What did you spend three hundred dollars on? Oh, that was that was personal stuff. That was, that was for the dinosaurs. So they, had, they gotta what, eat. Yeah. 
All right, so we'll have to follow up next week and the following <laughs> week for Tyler's. But uh, the game right now, you can buy a, digit, a physical copy for thirty dollars. Is the cheapest that I can find it. Oh, I thought um, the game was free to play. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no it's, it is free on Xbox Game Pass. That's what confused yep. me. Yeah, okay. and yeah, I, but... I have picked it up on the when it was in preview, so I think I got it for fifteen dollars. Yeah, originally, it's not really on sale right now. Yep. Well, I even it's a the... small investment for. For fifteen hundred, that's what I try to tell myself every time I buy a booster box of Magic the Gathering cards. I was like, oh, I'd probably get a I'll pull a card that's like fifty bucks. That's like half my cash back, and never end up selling the cards. I know. <laughs> Just like mm, look at all these booster. That cards. was like when I like first started playing Magic. Again. Yep. I pulled like this super duper rare card. Yeah, you like, had the Whoa, warm coil I, engine. I sell it. Yeah, you could. <laughs> no, that. I never, never did. First scratch off ticket I ever bought, I won fifty bucks. Since then, no more than like four. I never win any, and then the one time I gave scratch uh, like the the lottery tickets to a, a, like a coworker for Secret Santa, they won five hundred bucks. Oh, that would wow. piss me off. I looked, at them, <laughs> I looked at them. They were like, "Kenny, thank you. I just won five hundred dollars." I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> you mean you know you spend that with I, me, right? I legit feel like when I scratch them off, it says negative twenty bucks. Like, okay, you're gonna buy me dinner at least, <laughs> right? So. When are we kissing? All right, Kenny, how about you? Um, well, I had to do like an overnight this past weekend, so I actually ended up investing like eight hours almost into um, Mario Rabbits. You know? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was like, oh, I have it, you know, let me just play it. I brought it with me. I really was flipping through all my Switch games, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll play this all night. And I ran my battery down from 100% to like 13% all night long. Nice. Right. So what, good battery life. did you uh, start from the beginning? So yeah, I did start from the beginning. Um, I think I, ju- I by the time I let off, I had already gotten Luigi, and I did maybe like two, three more, three more missions after getting Luigi. Okay, so you're still on the first, first world, first okay. world. Yep. Okay, so I played that game. I think did you let me borrow it, Tyler? Yeah, I yeah. So. so I played it. I think I got to level world three, mm. and I had just. Uh, I thought it was really fun, but it got a little bit repetitive after a while. I don't know if I owned it, then I probably would have gone back to it by now. But I think I gave it back to Tyler, and you know that was that. But mm. it's pretty cheap yeah. now. I think the I'm prime day. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. Is where I just played it for a while and uh, just got tired of it after <laughs> playing it for so long. Yeah, mm. maybe if they threw in some more like. They put I Donkey know, Kong skins DLC. for Mario yeah, or they, something. They definitely did put some DLC in there, so I might pick oh, it true. up. Oh, true. And that, yeah, that's paid DLC, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, How many like worlds are there? Is it eight worlds, kind of like or five actually? Five? But each world takes hours. Yeah, because yeah. it's all like XCOM maps, right? It's all strategy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you know you sometimes are incentivized to replay levels to get better ratings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Might get better weapons and all that. More money to buy weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept. Yeah, and I think it worked out better than people were expecting, and I wouldn't be surprised if we ended up getting a sequel someday. I remember one of my E3 predictions was a well, part two. Yeah, you know, it was. Oh well, no, that was actually no. no, it was a Rayman and Donkey Kong platformer. Kong. Damn, be cool. that would be so cool. Do it, Ubisoft and Nintendo. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Rayman in the next Rabbids. Because it's already Rabbids, so maybe yeah, it'll true. Be a Rayman kind of thing. Rayman mm-hmm. Legends still, in my opinion, the most underrated game of the past many years mm. a masterpiece of a platformer just so much content so much diversity in the levels so much charm and great controls and check it out if you haven't it's on everything yeah so other than that the only other thing i ended up playing for most of the week um was some more 2k19 just because i'm i'm keeping up with those online leagues that i'm in and i just played um 
after basketball yesterday, my playoff games that I've made it out the first round. Some nail biters. I think a couple of them came down to like the last five points. Wow. So, so if you lost, would you be done? Yeah, I would have been out of the out of out of the playoffs. Oh wow! And then would you have had to st- start a whole new well, season? I would have had to wait for them to finish up. So then, if we were gonna do another season, we you know we do another season. But it's with other users online. So oh, okay. So you're all controlling a, a single a, player. A single team. Oh, a, a single team. So it's an online franchise. Okay. So I'm, um, you know, we drafted, we did our fantasy draft. So I have picked my players, and I'm the Miami Heat. So my star player is Kyrie, and I lost Kyrie. Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving, on the Miami Heat. So it's a fantasy draft. So, oh, okay. So <laughs> it's, it's so it was like we had to go round by round picking players, whoever was available at your select at your pick. So I, you know, I kind of built my team around him. Gotcha. And got by out of my first round today after I leave the podcast. I have I'm already being hounded about playing my my second round series because the guy's been waiting for me already. Oh really? Yeah. Jeez, that's some high so, pressure stuff. And like they they got a group text going, which I kind of had a silence for a little because they were sending like thirty messages. Jeez, like just trash talking, and I was like, "You guys are killing my battery right now." Damn. Like, yep. So there's one kid. I'm kind of looking forward to playing them. I'm, tr- I'm already looking past the second round. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna win. Mm-hmm. This kid, the other kid, though, I know he's. I'm gonna see him in the conference finals, and he beat me by forty. Oh no! Yeah. So I was like, but then you know, kind of, kind of cheese. He was playing off-ball defense with, so letting the computer guard me. So oh, okay. he was just... like playing away from me. So I was like, okay, I can see what you're doing. You're being cheese. Smart. It's smart, yeah, because if he because everybody that's plays like that's me I would do. everybody that's trying to play me straight up, I'm cooking them with Kyrie. Like I'm always getting to the rim. It's I'm laying it up or I'm getting fouled and going to the line or I or you overcommit to my drive and I just step back for a three. So it's it's like it's the smartest way to play me, is playing off ball. You know? I think I feel like when I play defense I'm probably on ball. 60% of the time okay. like but it is I remember that it actually showed as like a stat when the game was starting percentage that this player plays on ball oh, yep which is interesting because you know when you're not playing on ball you have a lot better chance of stealing uh mm-hmm. interception steals anyway no or or like know, getting the passing lane or getting yeah, the block off or the rebounds line. yep so you know I don't think that's cheating or anything it's a I, it's not it's no. just a cheese way to play I say Right. I, 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 <laughs> and you say that because you lost by forty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I play every person straight up. Like I on ball you defense X every time. That, every time it switches, yeah. if he passes it, I'm switching on to that player and I'm playing up. Now I'm is the gameplay per player? Does that depend on that player's stats or is yes. it the player skill? Players, the player, a little bit of both. Yeah, kinda, both. yeah. Because so you, can't, so you couldn't like spend. Did you like? I, I think we've talked about it before. But oh, did well, you if, spend you create, money? if you create a player, yeah. But yeah, this, yeah. But these are like the players' players. Oh, already so, in like. So pool. you can't improve them or anything. So, but okay. and we have the injuries on. So sometimes I, I'm afraid. Like I, I'll drive with Kyrie and he'll fall to the floor, and I'm like, if he's injured, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> he goes too hard. He goes for thirty points a game. Wow. For me. Like, okay, people be like, yo, when did he score? How long 30? are the quarters you're playing? Six. Six, six, six yeah. minute quarters, which is usually ends up to about the amount of points you would see in a real game. Exactly. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you played twelve, it'd be like yeah, it's it's astronomical. So long, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> astronomical. If I like, I did the. You, there's a feature that after the game you could press triangle when you're looking at stats and it shows the per thirty six minutes if they played thirty. Those players played thirty six minutes. Right now, if Kyrie played thirty six minutes, 
he would be averaging 100 points per game, which I thought was insane. I was like, really? Like, he would not score that much, but whatever, it's okay. okay. Whatever you yeah, want to say. It's it, like they're predict- they're, the way they predict that is kind of weird. Hmm. All right. So, anything yep. else you want to say? I don't know. About I, the games you've been playing? That's the only ones I've been playing. I don't know if the guys want to say anything else about what they've been playing. I mean, I could go. Well, I think there was one game you didn't mention. Uh, well, Dragon Quest. Yeah, you haven't gone. Yeah, my bad. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize why they didn't go. I, I'm so used to it. I think last he's, week I went he's last. Trying to burn me. Is what he's trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still oh, trying right. to wrap my head around the concept. Of I was trying sports. to get you to talk about MK right away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll get there, man. Don't worry. Somebody went in and edited the outline. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Good it's game, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a good. good game. That's, like it's it. a great game. How, even. how far are you so far? Uh, I am five hours and sixteen minutes in because I just remember remembering that when I saved <laughs> at the little uh, church last night. So I got to the point of the story where you know minor spoilers for Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, you kind of go back and visit your town where you grew up in, and you're, you're having a vision, and you see somebody from your past. And then the storm, right? You find out that the village has been destroyed, and now you're set off into the world to figure out what the hell you're supposed to do and learn your destiny, and yada yada. It's kind of opening up. Um, yeah. And not that I was still on that tutorial. Now. Yeah, I have a, I have a feeling it will will because right now it's been a little monotonous. Mm. I've still been liking my time with it for the most part, although. Part of me is like, eh, I should really be playing MK right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I uh, am having fun with the just how traditional it is. And it's, you know, I didn't play a ton of JRPGs, but just, you know, finding seeds of strength and mm-hmm. equipping bandanas to get up my defense by two. And, it really hits that spot. Yeah. It's like good JRPG. It's like, it's like getting home cooking. It's like going to 99 restaurant and getting good old country fried chicken. It just hits that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. Where was I? Where was I going? Uh, shit, just a, brain just fart. A, just a, just a feel <laughs> to it, like just good, the collecting right. and customization and yeah, everything. true. And like the music uh, is also very old fashioned, and it feels kind of got that PS one type of yeah. sound to it. That actually got bit. a lot of complaints when it first came out. A lot of people were like, "Oh, the stupid MIDI soundtracks." I guess <laughs> I mean it's mostly known for like orchestral. Like they they record like orchestrated soundtracks and they go all out but this one I guess they kind of did it like more so low key they did like a bunch of MIDI stuff which I mean when I was playing through I really couldn't tell like I liked the whole soundtrack I thought there was one tune it's kind of like the main I think it's like the overworld theme it was Mm -hmm. playing a little too much and it was like I went into this area that was all rainy and stormy and it was the same music I was like there should be scary music playing right now or something like it's the same music that was just when it was all sunny and rainy outside when I was on the way to the woodcutter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, going yeah. through the woods there. And uh but then a bunch of story stuff happened and now I'm into it. Um before I was I was, you know, I've been playing it for a week now and I'm still only 5 hours in, so I haven't been giving it a ton of time, but I continue to I mean, I I plan to continue with it, so keep you posted, guys. Nice. Uh in addition to that, I had a great time this week um playing Super Mario Maker with a friend. Uh we both took turns uh, making our own levels while the the other was going to do another stuff, and we both got a ton of fun out of it. Um, just seeing each other die at certain spots that you know we, we tried to make super challenging, or just figuring out the different mechanics. 
and we were actually playing on a controller on the TV, which uh, I kind of wanted to try first before doing the touchscreen because I hear that the touchscreen is so much more intuitive, and I felt like if I had done it first on the TV that I would get used to it, and I didn't really have that much problems. I mean, like, I could see why you could do things faster. It's kind of like the equivalent of having a keyboard and mouse once you have a stylus on the screen. It's just a little bit more well-equipped, but... I think they make really smart decisions as far as navigating the different menus and just all the things you have access to as far as, you know, adding items, changing the music in this location, um, changing the uh, enemy placements. There's so much stuff, and it's all right there. Um, I've I've been looking at other creators' levels. It's been super, super great. Like, some of them are kind of tricky. like one from the Celeste creator, I had to like kill these six piranha plants within a hundred second time frame, and there was very puzzly how they were set up all around the room, and I couldn't figure it out. But then I played another one uh, that was just like a really great rainbow themed level in the clouds. I mean, it felt like straight out of one of the best Mario games, and that was you know a home homebrew level. And yeah, it's just like I've said this before, but this is a game I'll go back to for months, if not years, because it's, there's just so much fun stuff. And once you get later in the game, the story mode, there's I think there's a hundred levels now. I'm like I've done like sixty five ish of them, and they get to be much better as well. Once they, they the ramp they ramp the challenge up, it's it's cool to be playing a Super Mario Bro or Super Mario Bros level, then a new Super Mario Bros Wii level, then a three level. So they switch it up like it doesn't stay just one consistent style. It's like, oh, no. you're trying. That's good. Yeah, it's and that's it's great to be playing new Nintendo levels that look like Super Mario World. It's mm-hmm. just a cool novelty. Um, so can't say enough good things about that. Um, Let's crack out the Amiibos. Does, does it still have Amiibo support? You can get like, I don't, wacky stuff. I don't know if it does. I mm-hmm. think I've heard some people saying they're disappointed that it doesn't, but I can't confirm mm-hmm. that. So don't don't take my word as gospel. I mean, I guess it makes sense just because, I mean, I don't know for a fact either, but when the first Mario Maker launched, like, Amiibos were still, like, super, I mean, they're still up there, but they're, like, they were super hot. Like, everyone was like, well, Amiibos, and you get all the costumes, and they put all the stuff in it. And don't they still, like, practically sell out every time a new one comes out? Pretty much. (laughs) Like, they're, they've got some staying power. I still Mm -hmm. just have my one little Samus. Mm -hmm. What about you? Do you ever get any Amiibos, Kenny? Yeah, I have, um, Ken, oh, no, I have Ryu from Street Fighter. Oh, I've seen Ryu around. And I think I have Lucas, and I have two um, Animal Crossing ones. Nice. Oh, okay. so I have four. Gotcha. Yeah. Anthony's like, I have 135. And counting. Those are going to be hard to move. Those, I'm just worried because I hate, like, it's the very toy collector thing. But, like, when you, like, have two little things of plastic in the same box together, and they rub up, and they, like, rub off their paint on one another, Oof. it just, like, irks me. That sounds I hate it. Irkful. I get, like, so I want to keep them in the box, but and you can't play with toys you have in the box. All right. Yeah. Now it's time for the MK11 Minute. <laughs> and go. So uh, I've been doing some more towers, trying to get platinum, uh, doing some more character towers to unlock the character intros and stuff. Okay. Um, I went back to Liu Kang. Now that I've got some more experience under my belt, I'm a lot better with um, just utilizing his not quite full move set, but getting to utilizing the full move set, uh, stringing together a few really good combos, um, starting to you know use stuff like his dragon stance and stuff like that, which I didn't really use before. Um, doing, uh, I, uh, last night there's a really cool, uh, fucking, what's her name? Scarlet Matt or a, a, a Scarlet 
faceless mask, which is cool. So yeah. now I got the Sub-Zero one. I got the Scarlet one. I got the Jade one. So, okay. I don't know. It's like my comfort game right now. You're, you're going at it, man. I see Yeah, that. I mean, I've been... Uh, so so when, are, when are you going to challenge me again? Uh, soon. Soon. I'll challenge you soon. I think I'll be streaming it. I think I'll, I think that day I'll decide to get on the level with you, Twitch stream. We should and, do that. It'd be fun to see you guys go at it. And I'll be exposing Wiley uh, on live. <laughs> All right, we'll see about that. Tyler and I'll do some uh, Fighter Z. Get back in the swing of it. There you go. Um, it's also, been a while. we will have a Mario Maker uh, video coming up in the next few days, so keep an eye out for that, uh, where these guys are going to try to attempt my first level ever. Ever so, don't be too critical of it. It's 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 I. It's okay. Get the feedback. It's okay. Yeah, comments yeah. how you grow. Mm-hmm. All You're right. Good. So I think that's what's been playing. What we've been playing that is. <laughs> See what I did there, Tyler. What time is it for now? <laughs> I think it's harder harder to understand every week. <laughs> that was cru- it's, it's, it's a goal. This is what we're going for. I was cruising for a newsin. Uh, so. It's the summertime, as we've been saying the past three or four weeks. It's been getting a little hard to come up with stories, but uh, with Anthony's help, we were able to come up with a few for this week. Uh, and come, some of them are a little old. We had like a couple break right after the show last week or the following day. Uh, some MK movie stuff, some Switch Lite stuff, which we're going to touch on briefly. Um, or lightly, you could say. Or lightly. <laughs> you're too, you're too much. Anthony, you added this one. Why don't you take the lead on it? I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, this, which one? Uh, wait, a, uh, no, uh, I added that one. Oh, you Excuse added that me. one, Tyler? <laughs> no, oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, I did not do that one. All right, Tyler. He felt offended. All right. about JGL. I guess I can jump into this. There's a big exploitation debate, and here are the details. Ubisoft partners with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Hit Record Studio, which if you're not familiar with Hit Record, um, Hit Record is a community-based freelance, not really freelance, but people do like projects together. It's all a lot about collaboration, Um, music producers, editors, uh, uh, video shooters, like things like that. Um, So somebody can, can do a an edit of one thing and say someone else can provide the soundtrack of it and somebody else can do special effects on it and it's just like a very big collaborative like project like, that okay that people can do stuff with so anyway um joseph gorbin levitt tweeted 10 original songs collaborative collaboratively made for hashtag watchdogs legion by you come play with us um tweeted on july 11th um, according to the FAQ on Ubisoft's website, the publisher will be paying $20,000 for the original music which will be played during the game, like as one example offered, while you're driving around the game's version of London. At $2,000 per song, the proceeds will end up being paid out through hit record to whichever of the platform's users helped create the music. So kind of like a contest sort of thing where users are working together to create these soundtracks that are going to be played on the radio mm-hmm. and Watchdog Legions. Hmm. Um, so there's been a Tell lot me the of, controversy. The controversy beep, beep. being is um, so tweeted by Mike Bithel. He was saying that this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh snap. They're fighting words. <laughs> yeah. Hard hitting. Um, and he was saying that 
pay people for their labor, stop exploiting fans, fans and hobbyists while devaluing the work of those with the gall to actually expect consistent payment for work done. Do better, Ubi, we're counting on you. Which, I don't agree with them, personally. No. So the big debate is, are is Ubisoft taking advantage of these artists who are collaborating with each other essentially for free because they're not guaranteed to win any money if their composition isn't <laughs> selected for the game. Um, and that's where the controversy lies, is that people working for essentially free because they aren't guaranteed any money um, through hit record. Mm-hmm. Well, as so, somebody who's like worked for like creatively for free before stuff like that, but it's like you're never really going into it being forced. I hope you know these people aren't going into it being forced into it. They're going into it in a collaborative effort because they want to make something. Like I feel like if they're choosing to put themselves in that position and they're going to be making something out of it, one that benefits everybody because you're we're going to hear what you're making and it's a really cool way to express yourself. And, you know, you're not, you know, being forced into that. The people, this guy apparently is just like, oh, they're getting people to do work for free. You're clearly, you know, they're not forcing them to do it. They're, well, this person's yeah. putting themselves into the position of like, oh, I'm going to put my time and effort into this project, into this collaboration. And there's, and, there's, is there any limit to the amount of people that can enter? Or is it pretty much anybody can like make a song and say, hey, I'm throwing it up, you know, it's just me and an acoustic guitar, but. No, anybody that's part of the, the hit record website and then that community i mean so is this something like that you have to pay pay like a subscription service type thing you pay 30 bucks a month and then you can get people to help you with your stuff i I don't think so i think it's free you can just create an account log on and start uploading so do you win the two thousand dollars per song so or do you have to pay two thousand dollars to get your song in no you you win win the two thousand dollars. so but here's my thing right it's the users who helped create the music. So when, let's say, I do the lyrics, you do the music, and then another person does whatever. It like whatever. mixes it, yeah. Mixes it. So then that's three right there. Let's say we win 2000 So we Well, no, it's, it's 10 songs. It's 10 songs. $2,000 per song. Per song, exactly. So then that $2,000 for that one song between three of us. They can be split between people. Exactly. It'll I mean, be 600 some bucks. It's 607 bucks. So to get, they, I think they got to be a little, it's, I think it's pretty specific, but once you start thinking about it, like the more people work on a song, the more you got to split it. And like you said, they're mm-hmm. going into it knowing that they're doing this for free at yeah. first because there's no guarantee of winning it. Um, I think that's where Mike Bittle is taking the, the, well, yeah, the, 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 the issue is because it could potentially be a lot or well, just yeah, 200 did. bucks. Well, you know? I don't know. The if issue that... in question is is Ubisoft exploiting Boy, this I, community? I, I, I think it's a slippery slope. If they are to do this on a more regular basis, I can see where he's coming from being saying that it's a bad practice because, you know, there's composers and there's people that. You know, Watch Dogs is a unique game because it has radio stations. Most games don't have things where you can flip around and change the songs like GTA or Watch Dogs. But say, you know, if Nintendo or Square is like, uh, you know, composers, you know, you have a chance to write the battle theme for Final Fantasy 16. Uh, that, and only one of you wins and dozens and dozens or hundreds of you are going to attempt this feat. And you're gonna that you know that that's an example where it could be egregious because you you really are like that takes a lot of time making right? making something like a classical piece of music like that and so I think he's looking at more of that from that point of view that 
you what know, could right, happen. But, but and I, and I, the way I look at it is the people who are submitting into this contest are not going to be the the professionals, the people who have names for themselves. They're most likely going to be like the no-name people who do this for fun most of the time and want to try to are, are trying to make a name for themselves and get mm-hmm. discovered or something. So I understand it from that point of view. I also would like to know how much would they normally have paid a a, a professional to compose the or get put together the soundtrack. A lot well, more. A lot more. So <laughs> are they cutting it cheap by also asking the fan base to do it? You know, like so I could I could see it from both sides. Like this is a chance for somebody who no one knows mm-hmm. come and maybe break into the scene that they could potentially start composing music for for video games. But they're how much are they saving? How much money are they saving? You know, are they I'm trying sure, to sure are they trying to shortchange other yeah. other other composers by taking this route like you know like yeah. people who are doing this professionally already who make a living off of and this i think i think today they did tweet out saying that like they are paying like professional composers for other aspects of the game but mm, okay. for these 10 songs that are going to be on the radio they're just outsourcing then, yeah, they're, 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 they're reaching out to the they're giving the fans a chance to mm. provide something that lives within the game yeah that's mm-hmm. a neat. That's I think it's a neat opportunity, and it's like they're not forcing. You know, I think it'd be fucked up if they were uh, being like, "Oh wow, you can enter this contest, but you need to pay us like five hundred dollars per entry song." Oh well, and then you may ridiculous. win, and that's just oh, totally well. That would, they would be uh, yeah, that'd be yeah. a lot more hot water. But yeah. I mean, they're totally that'd people be, can go into it. You know, from that community that are into it, they're doing that of their own accord. They're you know, they're going to try to give it the old good old college try, and get in, get into a video game. Yeah, but I mean, like I think it's just. The concern comes from the culture of just like devaluing professionalism and mm. uh, just having, you know, we're just going to get a bunch of freelancers to write all this stuff on the website because they are going to do it for cheaper or like, you know. It's harder now because when we have a lot more people working from home now, you have the accessibility of working from home or, you know, whatever, being your own boss or companies are looking for that with websites like Fiverr and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of freelance stuff. It's kind of getting harder. The line's getting a little more blurred yeah. with, you know. That's yeah. what's freelance rather than like this is a professional setting. That's why everybody's office. got a side hustle these days. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, this happened, I think, after we got home from last week's show. Nintendo uh, announced the Switch Lite. Uh, we were predicting a few episode, episodes ago about what we thought it would look like. I think we were right on all accounts except for the fact that it does not dock, um, even with a dock. Yeah, just like I think that was the only thing we got wrong. Right? Yeah, so it's still we, gonna... we even called the Pokemon edition, right? Oh, I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't come with it, but I think that was a stupid thing for me so, to think. So it'll it'll come out, you know. It's not pre Pokemon when, when Pokemon releases. No, it oh, doesn't wow, even... that's that, that surprises me actually because most of the you know things that come with the system like Mario Odyssey Switch was installed on there. There has been you know countless whatever digital editions for like Xbox or something. Yeah, but that was oh. more money though. Oh yeah, but, yeah. So like this one, I think it's just a two hundred dollar one that comes out the same day. That's still pretty expensive. Uh, I mean, for me, like, but that's all. I mean, it's like full console, two hundred bucks. But that also, I think, adding to the value if you they install the game on there. I mean, that'd be awesome. But I, I'm one of those that doesn't like that personally. I like physical. I like having my cartridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's coming out in three colors. There's a, a grayish one, a bluish one, and a goldish one. Uh, it's got twenty to thirty percent battery life. It's got a slightly smaller screen. It's five point five inches as opposed to six point two. Um, as I said before, it is not dockable. Um, looks like it's got maybe a little bit more kid-friendly. The Joy-Cons aren't detachable, so maybe it will feel a little bit sturdier in your hands. And it does have an actual D-pad. So oh, wow. Those are the changes. 
I think it's going to sell a ton. Um, I think yeah, for sure. Right mm-hmm. in time for the holidays. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the marketing for the parents who little want. Kayla wants a switch. Exactly. Which one should we get her? Kids. The one that's mm-hmm. going to take up our TV and cost a hundred dollars more, or the blue I mean, one that's two hundred. Essentially, it's a she likes it's a, blue. it's a big Game Boy Advanced. They yeah. Can play with other switches. <laughs> yep. I actually True. heard that the Vita screen was five five or five inches, and this is. 5.5, so it's only a little bit bigger than a Vita screen. Wow. Yeah. The Vita yeah. screen was pretty big. Yeah, it was pretty big. I like the Vita screen yeah. a lot. I'll be honest. I'm already contemplating whether or not I'm going to get it for the kids. Oh, there you go. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like that, it frees up mine. Like, you know, sometimes I want to play it. My son's off in his bedroom with it, and I'm freaking out whether or not he's destroying it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Go to town with this one. Yeah, hey. You know? Plus, it's all one piece. You don't have to worry about him losing a Joy-Con. Exactly. Or... Yeah. Plus, it's got an actual D-pad, too. What that color did you guys like? Oh, for the light? Yeah, the, there was a the gray, a turquoise, and like a yellowish gold. It's, to me, it was the gray. Yeah, the like, gray, kind yeah. of the old school, right? Oh, extremely. Yeah. So yeah. that's what how I thought I wanted it. I should make one in a GameCube purple, though. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I would that prefer a Game Boy Color clear purple. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. like the Nintendo 64 <laughs> controller? Yeah, exactly. That'd be cool, like yeah. that nice okay. clear. There'll, there'll probably be a bunch of homebrewed mods that are just like, "Wow, here, put the plastic on it." I would, oh, yeah. I would be fascinated to see what Game Boy colors sold the most colors. Like, what was it has the, to be the clear one, the clear purple. Yeah, that's the yeah. one I had. <laughs> Did you ever trade? You know where the battery comes off? Oh, the screen? No, no, oh, no, no. On, oh, the, on where you put the batteries no. on the back. I used to like trade them with friends. Be that's like, cool. Oh, yeah, I got really cool. the back. Yeah. I like that idea. That's nice. <laughs> I love the little like gimmicky stuff like that, like small little things, yeah. like pogs. Um, so yeah, that's the Switch Lite. Will it'll come out in what is it November? I yeah, yeah. Well, right the same day, right? Sword and Shield. I'm pretty sword sure probably around like I'll be 11th or whatever. These that's like Nintendo's. Speaking of Sword and Shield, talk about a segue. We have uh, some controversy that's been coming out about the animations slash lack thereof in the upcoming Nintendo Switch title. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard about this until somebody at work had mentioned it to me, and then I decided to do some digging, and apparently it's a thing. Yep, I think what really ignited this whole fire was the National Dex controversy when that was brought up in the interview with the developers. They're like, all right, you know, the Pokemon from the Pokedex and Sword and Shield are the only Pokemon available in the game. We're not going to do the National Dex because of, you know, then they start citing it's, a lot of people think it's, you know, they think it's an excuse. It's like, oh, it's too much work, all of this. When it, you know, of course it's another game. It's the first Pokemon game on like a home console that's like an official title, part of the main series. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a lot of work. You know, developers do go through a lot of work. Totally understand that. But the excuses that they were trying to cite for, or the reasons they were citing for this animation or lack thereof is that, you know, they're like, oh, we, we're doing this, you know, the National Dex is cut because we want to put more time and effort into the animations, the looks, uh, everything, you know, the graphics of the game, whereas the animations they saw in the trailer, one of the, for example, the Corgi Pokemon, it just sits there and does tail whip. They just literally pick up the model, rotate the model, and then wiggle it back and forth a couple times and then put it back. There's no, like, fluid, like, on twos or anything, no animation like that. They just take the model, rotate it, rotate it a couple more times, and then rotate it back. And this was in the trailer that was recently mm-hmm. released? Hmm. Yep, they revealed a couple more, but that's how it's been since, like, X and Y. <laughs> that's pretty sad. Yeah, it's it literally, because it's like, oh, tail whip, and the model will move, like, a, like a little bit, and then it'll just, they just rotate it and go... Yeah, I want to see Blastoise get smacked in the face with that tail. Yep. And I want to see him recoil and then have a bruise left. They actually, for a while, didn't show the uh, Pokemon attacks hitting. It would just, like, it would do the little animation of them, like, going up and, like, doing whatever, say it was, like, Fire Blast or something. It'd be like, and it would show them doing it, then it would just cut to the second Pokemon. Pokemon being hit and going like, 
Huh. Even red and blue, you could kind of see the moves hitting him. Yeah, exactly. I saw a scratch. scratch. Yeah, you get the little scratch over him. Yeah. It's like, but it never shows like the actual like the your sprite hitting the other sprite like. Yeah, true. On. So okay. I don't know if that was like a. I think it might have been part of a censoring thing. Huh. But hmm. interesting. So you know, so apparently the, there's this uh, Chinese uh, developed mobile game Pokemon. Have you heard about this? Which uh, there's a it, couple of them. Well, one of them, I don't know. I've been hearing people going on about how, oh, it looks so much better than Sword and Shield, and it's like hmm. you know totally independent. This was part of a Kotaku article I was reading, but it also pointed out that this game had taken a lot of the animation straight from Pokémon Tournament. Oh, probably. Yeah, so, I could see. Know, it was like those Chinese ripoff ones. Yeah. So even though it may have looked more impressive, it's not being built from the ground up. It's no. not a full-fledged, you know, you know, forty, fifty-hour RPG like we expect Sword and Shield to be. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. I'm always on the, not always, but usually on the side of the developer there and kind of more of a wait and see approach. Um, I think maybe they could turn it around if, and I don't think people necessarily go for Pokemon for, you know, graphical fidelity and stuff like that. I, it would be cool for them to, for the Pokemans to be a little more lifelike. Um, but I, don't know, I feel like people are just kind of like they're blowing it away. They're, out of yeah, they're nitpicking right things now because I feel like the big, the biggest issue is not being able to get all whatever. Oh, close to nine hundred now, yeah. which is absolutely understandable. Like I was, a, I was one of the people that was upset. And I'm pretty sure I brought it up to you guys the week I found out. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck? There's no Pokemon National decks. I'm gonna poop in my diaper." Yeah, but it's like I mean, it is interesting just because like the whole motto of the game is gotta catch them all and you can't yeah, catch we them give all you yeah, there used to be 150 you can catch all of them <laughs> they should change the under the truck gotta catch a some. reasonable amount <laughs> please don't some. overdo it we don't want any more people just sitting in their basements all day yeah please catch a reasonable go outside play pokemon go you can do that and then like there's a story that i read one uh, that was like uh somebody who went to like a special event, got like a special Arceus or Mew or something like that, and they've been transferring it like oh, in, yeah. through all their games mm-hmm. and the new like Pokey Bank or whatever that they have. They're like, oh well, I can't transfer. What am I supposed to do with this Pokemon I've been using for thirteen years? Sorry, <laughs> man. I mean, at that point, it's like I totally get it. I mean, great. That's I respect people that do that because that's cool. It's like that's what Pokemon's about. It's bonding with your Pokemon. I go on that. You go on this huge epic adventure with your little guys you raised from these little things to these sometimes huge crazy monsters and. You've, I can understand if you've had one since, like, Red and Blue or, like, Gold, Silver, Ruby, Sapphire, and he's been with you through your whole life, your whole Pokemon journey, and now you can't play with him. That is upsetting. But at the same time... I didn't even I, know that that was a thing, man. Yeah, I, it's yeah. crazy. They have, yeah. like, there's a way to get Pokemon from, like, I think there is a cap where you can go back only so far, but yeah. you're able to, like... It's crazy the way you, that they can transfer them now back from the super old gens. You have I mean, to go, like, jump through hoops to do it, and it's not easy, but If you, you had to wait it. six more months in order to have... I'm sure they'll come out with a third version. Or Poke Pokemon in this game. Would you wait six more months? I'm honestly, I mean, the way that they are putting the other animations, like the new trainers look great. I love that the style so far looks amazing. Uh, the Dynamaxing thing, I think only certain Pokemon can do it. I'm not sure. I don't know if everyone can. It's with that mechanic where they grow huge. Um, but I mean, those animations look good. Those are so far, and I mean, I'm sure they're only going to tweak them as it goes on. And if anything, Pokemon will do what Pokemon always does: release a third version for another cash grab with. Probably more Pokemon in it, or you better know, some tail kind of whips. feature. Better tail yeah. whips, better Corgi Pokemon. A couple more legendaries. Yeah, to like we're listening. Get the upside down Pokemon. Check out this Corgi's tail whip now. Yeah, you never know. There might even be like a whole pack or something like move pack. I mean, you yeah. never know. But I mean, 
I, I'm just excited for it now. I mean, I was definitely one of those people that was upset, but, you know, over time it kind of like... Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm going to get Pokemon, it's, so... You're going to pick it up. I'm yeah. going to buy it either way. <laughs> just like Final Fantasy VII, I'm going to buy it either way. All right, so that's the latest in the Pokemon controversies going on about that Sword and Shield. Sounds like uh, a lot of yapping. and There's a leg corgi. I don't think it's going to... Well, yeah, well... Everybody's going to... Sorry. Slow news week. Slow news week. Bark, bark. Um, So, we did get some exciting Mortal Kombat news. We found out (laughs) that uh, Sub-Zero was cast as uh, Joe Taslam. Uh, I think he's best known for his roles in some of the later Fast and Furious movies, as well as something, uh, the Raid series, which I haven't watched, but apparently people like. Uh, He's got a martial arts background. He's an Indonesian actor. Uh, definitely looks the part. Um, I think we also learned this week that it's going to be R-rated and will feature fatalities. So what does that mean exactly? Does that mean you know people are going to die? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, because it's yeah. not a game. You can't just put another quarter in. I think the last... Didn't the last uh, Mortal Kombat movie come out? Was that like the time before Saw? I mean, like all these new gory kind of horror... Well before that. Oh, yeah, so... I think the the grounds the, the floor is pretty much broken out for that. Like they they're probably gonna go crazy with that. Yeah, especially yeah. Especially with the effects. Especially now. with Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, even oh, watching yeah. you guys play it the other week was just like I saw the guy's skull get like ripped out of his body, and the mm-hmm. one where the guy was like leaning over or got like pulled over this big pit. These skeletons are coming up. Oh yeah, that was the oh, yeah. out of his body. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, Shang Tsung's fatalities. I don't know. That's a little metal. A little. That's the most pretty... metal thing I've ever seen. <laughs> one of the most. And metal. some of the fatalities I, I do think are maybe a little too much, but I, there, this one point i just they've kind of got to be I'm, that's their hook yeah i've uh been desensitized to them at this point like and there's some character like there's some characters that i play as a lot and i've just seen them so many times it's just like, like boring yeah, check my phone <laughs> yeah <laughs> you think you notice if they change the color of the blood like like slightly off but the, like one you've seen a bunch of times you're like i would notice because every time that. i kill an enemy with blue blood i'm like oh nice Ooh, different. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think they should do that it'd be kind of cool oh wait, speaking of which just a, some random thing I thought of. Sonya, I had her in her 4th of, Gal- of July gear that I unlocked, and I was fighting Devora, who has blue blood. Yeah. And at the end of the fight, I was just like wearing this white outfit covered in red, white, and blue, blue, red and blue blood, and it was just like so patriotic. <laughs> just, <laughs> the only thing that make it even more patriotic if she was holding a hot dog in one hand. Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, now I'm like now I'm not really manning Sonya anymore. So I'm like going back and I was playing her after I've been playing Liu Kang for a long time and playing Jade for a long time, and I was like, ooh, I gotta get back on the swing of things. It's hard. It's hard to have multiple to have multiple mains for sure. And I'm hitting just waiting for that Jackie Chan Adventures fighting game. Oh man! Till the day would, that comes out, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I'd love to. I'd play that in a heartbeat. That one more thing, <laughs> Jackie, you need to get the amulet. What's uh, the, what the, what were they called? The, uh, not Shengong, what's the Allen Showdown? Fuck. Wait, what called? The, t- Tal, were they called Talismans? Talismans, talismans yeah. Get the, the talisman, Jackie! You need the talisman! You need the talisman! You the need the talisman! What are you talking about? you never seen the show? Jackie Chan Adventures. I know. I oh, wow. Oh, actually. That's one with the cartoon of Jackie Chan? Oh, okay, yeah. I have seen it. I okay. totally forgot about it. I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. The sa- those Saturday yeah. morning cartoons yeah. were amazing, yeah. man. Okay, those were all right. Yeah, and Jackie Chan would, like, introduce them and stuff. Yeah, he'd, like, yeah. be at the end of the episode, they're like, Jackie, what's your favorite part? Of, like, where do you like to go on vacation? He goes, oh, you can tell he probably doesn't understand half of what, like, the person's <laughs> saying. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, vacation. I go, my mom likes a lot. We go to the food. We get it. It's great. And then he goes Dude, over and does. Like, <laughs> you sound racist as fuck, right? No, now. no, because that's what he would do. He was just like, "No, we go. It's great. The food, vacation, good." And he'd just go and he'd hit like that little bar thing, with all the things coming out of it. And they'd be like, "Thanks, Jackie." And he'd be like, "Hey, 
<laughs> I love Jackie Chan. He's one of my favorite sure actors and martial sure artists. I'm sure you do. I do. Okay. There, there's a post about a Samurai Showdown. I told them they should add Jackie Chan into it. Yeah. From, from uh, or no, no, that was not Jackie Chan. I said they should add to it. I said it was Samurai Jack. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that would be amazing. I'd, buy, I'd drop sixty bucks right now if they add him. Really? Yeah. Okay. That you listening? Whoever developed Developers, Samurai, Samurai Showdown. Showdown. Drop it to thirty, and then I'll buy it and put Samurai Jack in the game. <laughs> and give me and fish eye Season pass free Please. again. All right. Um, so I thought this was kind of a cool story. Uh, it's not really a news story. It was just more of a fun thing to put in. Uh, the Reaper Lords clan in Red Dead Online. Uh, it's like a super prestigious clan of people that are super dedicated to the game. This is a quote from the leader. Uh, Dirty Warka. Our recruiting process takes months. During this time period, Reaper Lord hopefuls are tasked to all sorts of tests. One example mentioned by Dirty Warka involved espionage. Recruits may be asked to do recon on other in-game groups and to write detailed reports on member activity and location. Recruits must also develop unique events for the group as a whole, such as horse wrangling challenges and elaborate manhunts against full-blown members. Once they've got a concept, Recruits have to actually build hype and momentum for their events using flyers and word of mouth. Reapers Lords also challenge recruits to test out their skills, which is how the Reaper Lords ended up putting a bona fide horse show in Red Dead Online over the weekend. Like their real-world counterparts, horse shows are meant to be exhibitions that display the capabilities of different horse horse breeds. This is another quote. We are definitely a rare breed, Dirty Work, I said. I know of no other crews that go to the lengths we do to ensure members are fully committed. From running char- charity events to meetups, IRL, we need to know members are of the highest characters. And they, they also go on in the article to say that less than 1% of the applicants actually make it into the clan. So, Wow. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's just, intense. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. That's like hardcore dedicated uh, I, role play. I read yeah. that, and I instantly wanted to uninstall my Red Dead Redemption. Why? I, that just sounds like I cannot, I, I'm, I would not join a posse. I would not do all of this for well, that. Well, no, I wouldn't either, but like, still if you, a cool the, thing. If you got, it, oh, it's it's yeah. cool for them. They, yeah. they have nothing else to do. You know, no other games to play. It takes a second life. It's the same. It kind of sounds like it's the same thing. Like there's a heavy, like dedicated uh, GTA Online servers that are heavy role play. Like I watched the video online today of one of my other favorite content creators out there. Only plays. He went on uh, a dedicated GTA uh, Five role play server and was like, "Oh, I'm going to buy a car." And he like texted a guy that was. He's like, "Oh, selling car." Like they'll have certain offers come up, and the guy was just. They met in a parking lot, and he, he was super serious, like, oh, it's like 65 Gs, and, you know, it's pretty good, especially when it's wet out, and, like, going into straight straight up, like, real-life facts about this virtual fake car. <laughs> I love that so much. And his friend comes over and just hits the windshield out. He goes, oh, I'm going to have to pay for those damages. He goes, I don't think you're trying to sell me a piece of shit car. <laughs> yeah, I love those RP servers. <laughs> oh, my God. They're just, they're just asking to be trolled, which, you know, don't do that. It's bad. Let people have fun. You go on your other servers, you do your own thing, but, you know. So yeah, I can't say that I've ever really been part of a big community like that. The closest I've got is a Destiny 2 clan that met up occasionally and, you know, would help each other out in strikes and raids. But no barrier to entry there. Just play the game and respond to a you're-not-a-robot question. Well, you, you didn't have to do some some dances, some specific dances? No, no dances, no making flyers for guardian dance parties or anything like that. <laughs> Um, Come to my silent disco. Maybe they're out there. I mean, if you want to play with, like, you know, the best raiders out there, I'm sure you've got to be. you got to go through hoops. Yeah, and people are, like, 
kind of in a, into a, a bad way um, when they're looking for people to join the raid. They're like, must have at least 20 clears, know exactly what to do, have this gun, be this light level, have this type of boots equipped. That and doesn't sound fun. No. Yeah. So, but there's a lot more casual people as well. You just but We love you casuals. At least I do. <laughs> I play um, mobile games. He does. Oh, we, did you want to talk about Teppen yeah. real quick? Uh, Teppen's a new mobile game that I started playing. It's like a Capcom crossover. Capcom. Capcom. Yeah, Capcom x Capcom like card game. And it's a little different. You know, you have your deck of 30 cards, kind of like Hearthstone. You have your heroes, kind of like Hearthstone. You can play as the Rathalos or the Nerigante from Monster Hunter, which is weird. I mean, but then again, there's no like definitive player character, so I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you get your deck of cards. They have like different colors, kind of like Magic: The Gathering. You have an auto. So it's pretty much system. every Capcom game you could think of has a character represented. Not everyone, but I'm sure that gives them room because they have like Darkstalkers, Street Fighter, Monster Hunter. Was it Castlevania? Castlevania isn't represented. Oh, no, it's Konami. What am I thinking? But <laughs> they, I mean, they could do if they have a castle like a Metroidvania type game. I'm sure yeah, they throw yeah. that in there. I'm waiting for Power Stone. I want to see some Power Stone representation. And there's some Dante and Devil May Cry. Yep, stuff. Devil May Cry. Mega Man. Mega Man. Yep, you get some Mega Man X. Um, they'll probably put an original Mega Man in. They could go anywhere with this. They've got a lot. So my understanding is that Teppen's been in development for years now. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. I just saw it out of the blue. I, uh, yeah. So I I was reading up on it um, last week when I actually what last week or the week before when I actually dropped um, that it had been announced. I think. 2013 or 2014 wow. 20, uh, 2013 2014 um and it fi- it's finally out and it came out just it was like oh it's out that's it's it free. Like, it's yeah. free and it was like with barely any advertisement or anything like that yeah like i know. saw i just downloaded it um i haven't played it yet uh it's mobile only and it's not on pc which a lot of people are already clamoring for because um on one podcast I was listening to, they were saying, oh, the game's very, very hard to stream, which is how a lot of these games get an audience because it's only on mobile, so they really should bring it to PC if they wanted to take off and be a legit Hearthstone contender. I guess it's got a long way to go to get there. but oh, yeah. No, for sure. But, I mean, it's got a solid, you know, single player for now. And, and there's a multiplayer. Good. It sounds like it's got good production value. Uh, like, I would much rather play as all these Capcom characters that I have a history with than... Mm. How are the microtransactions? They're not bad. I mean, honestly, I logged Mm -hmm. in. They're giving you a whole bunch of free stuff just for the first, like, the release. When you log in now, I got, like, I think I got, like, 10 or 15 free pack tickets, and you can buy up to, like, 10 at a time, and you get, like, seven, eight cards per pack, Um, and you get everybody's standard deck when you go through the story mode. You beat everybody's story, and it's only three fights per story. You unlock their deck right away. You can level the characters up. You get more cards from doing that. You get packs, money, in-game currency, and stuff just from playing as the characters and doing the daily missions, which is sweet. So they give you a lot of stuff for free out of the gate. And since there's only one set out right now, you know, it's pretty manageable uh, to kind of get a lot of the good cards or get really into, you know, the meta of this game per okay. se so far. But, you know, you just if it does well, you know, the only downfall I can see is if, you know, they start releasing more sets, more packs are going to come out, more cards are going to come out. You know, if you lose track, if you put it down, you're going to kind of get lost. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it seems like it could be fun. I'm very excited for, you know, what's to come and to play more of it. Cool. Well, I'll have to give it a shot maybe tonight. Yeah, I think you should. You, I sent my friend code to you guys. Oh, yeah. But we can all be friends. We can all be friends. We can play each other on the interweb. We could. We could play each other. Right. We could poop and play each other and nobody would know. Nobody would know. Well, I could, I'd probably tell you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go take a dump. Who wants to play, like, some Teppin? Yeah, me too. Yeah, we can go take a wicked Teppin. 
<laughs> yeah, what's up with the name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know the iPhone autocorrects it to all capitals. It's like T-E-P-P-E-N. Really? Oh, yeah. that's what yeah. you meant? Oh, I, like, I thought it was this? You meant just the first one was capitalized, so I like, realized that it was a, a thing, like, you know, a yeah. title. It's like, what's well, a real thing? No, it just autocorrected to straight tepid. And I was like, did I do that? No. Nope, <laughs> you, just... you don't know what that means? Totally we, let's find excellent. Out. Yeah, please, somebody. I don't right. think it means anything really. Totally excellent, <laughs> powerful they, people. I think they just picked eating. a random word. Yeah, I okay. think so. I think Nutrients. So. What tepin. does tepin mean? What does. Oh, no. Not tepid. <laughs> tepid means warm. What does. Damn it. <laughs> tepid means warm. <laughs> okay. One more time. All right. Silence. <laughs> what does tepin mean? All right, it gave me tepid again. I guess it's a made-up word, or maybe it means something. In what did you? Okay, top summit, top summit apex, apex scop. Yeah. Oh, Thank so it's probably like the so nothing. king of the hill, <laughs> kind of like top of the tip of the top. That means something. You're trying to is you're trying to get on top of the cards. Yeah, you got to be, be the last man standing on the, the whole on the story card in the stack. game is everyone they're like you need to go to the realm of illusion or whatever, and everyone's like ah, okay, I guess so. Um, so I d did skip over. Um, TurboGrafx-16 Mini from Konami went live on July 15th on Amazon Prime Day. Uh, it's 100 bucks. Little seems like a lot. Um, comes with 26 games. Uh, Half are, of which are Japanese. Well, I would say most of them. Mm -hmm. And the, these are all, you know, I we went through this list, man, and these have been lost to the times. I've heard of R-Type. There's uh, Super New Adventure Island, Air Zonk, which is like I think pretty bonk. It's like a, it's pretty much like a ripoff platformer. But it had its own following back then. Yeah. Uh, Bomberman '93, following the Madden train. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really like Dungeon Explorer. I think was the only other one. Yeah. So I mean, the full list of games. There's 26 of them. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, it's a system that. Oh, Yeez. Was, was this a system that was popular in Japan? Was it? I think it actually was. It was. I think it was pretty popular in Japan. There was. A, it had a you know, a, a niche following back here, but. Turbo graphics. I wasn't. I was really surprised to even see this as like a big thing mm -hmm. that was getting announced. I can't wait to play Two Man Fool on it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they put the Jackie Chan adventures on this one. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they, someone can develop it. Hey, ah, that's on. That's on the game. I'm gonna drop a hundred dollars just to play Two Man Fool. Two Man Fool Ninja so, Spirit. Uh, the, I, sh I should say the the pre-orders went live July 15th, and it's not even coming out until 2020. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. It launches with 50 games, including 26 Japanese titles. Is that? Huh. Okay. Well. Okay. That's more. That's that's a better value. Um, and you know, if it's if they're good emulation, unlike the PlayStation Classic. No, oh, my yeah, that's already down to like what 15, 20 bucks. Yeah, I, I almost picked funny. it up 20 for 20 bucks because I hear they're pretty easy to mod. They are, yeah. And which if is, you can yeah. just you know get every PlayStation on a little box, every that you I, know. I'd go for that too. I mean, it sucks because they made it run on the uh, the PAL. All the PAL games run slower because it's on a PAL. Mm -hmm. uh, all the ROMs. True. But I mean, definitely if you mod it, hey, that's why I did the Super Nintendo Classic. And, oh, did you? Oh man, it's the best. So I, you have all the games on it. Yep. I have. I think I'm only missing one, which I forgot to do. I'm still kicking myself. Can you for still it. do all the features like suspend? Yep. And yep. Really? Everything's there. Just more games. And you can actually wow. make it even better, so that once you do it, you can make it so that you go back to the menu with just some um, certain. Yeah. Oh, codes. really? Because so my, instead of having to get up and go push the reset. Yeah. Yep. Because that the Super Nintendo Classic doesn't have that feature. Okay, I might have know? to. Uh, yeah. Let it, you borrow my Super Nintendo. Yeah, Classic. I I'm gonna get back into it. Cool. It's fun. It's nice. All right. We own all the physical copies, so it's okay. 
Um, Spent enough money on Nintendo over the years. Yeah, true. Um, who had this story about GameStop? Me. All right. Well. I used to work there. It was hell. But <laughs> it was funny just seeing, uh, like, I went online to look, oh, look at our retro stuff. And I usually go to, like, GameStop or a couple other websites to see, like, oh, you know, been out of the loop for a bit. I want to see what the dates of these games are dropping, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I was like, I think that's coming out soon. I want to double check. Found out it's this Friday, which is kind of cool. And it's Nintendo Switch exclusive, which mm-hmm. is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo's publishing it. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was exclusive, but that'd come out on like Xbox and PS4 as well. But um, it's gonna have bad graphics. This <laughs> is bad. bad. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the, what I was funny though, because I remember when I used to work there, they're they're touting their PS2 now. Any PS2 titles as like old retro games, and mm-hmm. like there's some I saw on there for like forty bucks, and I just remember <laughs> these same games seeing. Wow, like, which ones were ten 40? years ago? Oh, the Dot Hacks. Oh, okay. Dot Hack games oh, are kind of like rare. Yeah. Sweet Coden games are those are rare. Those always are rare. Yeah, they're it's it's crazy. Like I just remember them being we used to just keep them in little like Manila like CD cases, not even cases. It was like the sleeves, mm-hmm. and they they put them up like right on display out on the floor. I remember one time we had this group of kids come in. Uh, the girl that they were with came in to trade in some stuff, and she wanted cash for it. Um, like a big idiot, because you know you get better store credit, you always get ripped on the cash if you try to trade in for cash. Um, Sometimes you just want drugs, Anthony. Oh, trust me, yeah. <laughs> I, I, they, uh, she gave me all of her information and everything, and the the kids she were with, or the, the other boys that she was with, uh, they were over at the rack, like looking through stuff. And uh, I didn't find this out at the time because I was being a good employee and working. Uh, some lady right behind her, as soon as she left, was like, "Hey, you know those kids are just taking a bunch of games and stuffing them into their pockets, right?" I was like, "No, I didn't." So I looked over the counter, and these kids were just like hustling, like pushing stuff in their pants and like just jetting out the door and I went to go run out after them and me being like I'm gonna save the day I walk out the door and I'm just like I look at them in their car and they look at me and this is the point I realize where I can't do anything (laughs) and I'm like what the fuck am I doing I was like hey and they're like "Hmm." (laughs) and they looked at me and I just looked at them and I didn't say anything and they just continued to look at me and get in the car (laughs) and drive away and uh and then yeah. she got busted, right? And after, I, after that, I realized, I was like, I have all of her information. We can just call the cops on him. So we did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she got she get, <laughs> she came back with the cops crying, and I kind of felt bad, but I was like, ooh, I pick better friends, Lee. Oh, mm. man. Did the kids get in trouble, too? I think so, but I, they weren't with her at the time, which is funny, because she just ended up, like, getting hooked into it because we had all of her information. You think that she was trying to, like, distract you? From maybe, maybe, but, I mean, who's going to distract by getting, like, ripped off by trading in their games to steal more shitty games that we aren't going to take? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. People are nuts. Anyway, so tell me about what you put on the paper. No. Uh, put, uh, <laughs> put some words in the paper. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it's funny that they're, they're selling these as retro games now. So it's like when you buy them uh, online, I've seen a couple people purchase these retro things. You know, it started with like GBA or, you know, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Games, Nintendo 64, Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. You don't know what condition you're getting them in. So you could pre-order this or you can buy this one online. Say you buy a copy of like Crash Bandicoot 2. You're like, oh, we have it listed for like six bucks. Okay, I'm going to buy it, you know. I got this and like three other titles. They're going to send me a box, or they send you a box in the mail. You open it up. You don't know what you're getting. You could get the full game in case with manual. You could just get the game in a sleeve. You could get the game in the instruction manual and a little rubber band. They are transparent about that, though, I think. Yeah, I think on on the website. Yeah, on the website, they're like, you know, we'll probably not come with the the case. Yeah. But if if they're not, that's shitty. Yeah, because you don't really know what they're like, what you're getting. I mean... Because you're never guaranteed to, so it's always a gamble. But, I mean, if you have access to it, that's nice. But the condition I've seen people, like, unboxing these in is really, like, you know, it's, it's really refurbished. Shitty. It's kind of, you know, like, 
uh, assembly line kind of like pumped out like okay we get mm. these games in you know send them to the factory get them refurbished send them out you know it's not like if you're a collector I wouldn't advise it it is neat that we have that option now it's like something that's more mainstream to get retro games from but yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really like it it's just sketchy I don't like the, the practice trust, of it you know, verified seller on eBay, eBay yeah like yeah. or a mom and pop shop over GameStop yeah it just seems I mean I've spent my time in there and it could have changed I don't know how it's changed over the years and hopefully it's improved but the way that we used to do I mean we wouldn't even test half the stuff when I worked there it's like oh okay you want I, tr- I remember trading in an, a broken Xbox 360 for a fight stick for free like when uh, Street Fighter X Tekken came out <laughs> I just traded in my broken Xbox there and they're like oh okay and just got credit got a fight stick and I won yeah, I mean, that's, no, that's a, I, yeah. I check. I grab most of my retro games on online. Oh, you just say you traded in a broken <laughs> Xbox. Xbox? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just registered. Yeah, yeah, yep, totally. Red ringed. I was like, well, I'm, I work here, so I'm gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> nice, amazing. But yeah, it was uh, shitty. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't buy. Like I see, I've seen the. I think for because they've been doing it for like the last eight months selling the retro games online. Mm-hmm. And I'd look at the prices and I'm like, yeah. Some of them are way too in- way too insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get most of my retro games and they come in great condition and they work. And where do you get them from? Um, Luki Games online. Oh. Okay. So there's a website. Um, I'm pretty. I think they actually have their own store in Florida. Um, that's cool. That's like yeah. That's the place to go for them. Like the niche so mom and pops. That have good it'll, it'll give you the option when you go to the game. It'll give you the option that if you just want the game, it might it'll come in a generic case, whatever. It might not be full on, or if you want the complete, you know, game manual case, everything, you know, you pay like an extra dollar or two. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I've picked up a couple games like that. Um, they work great. And yeah, I just appreciate it. It comes in a box, real nicely packaged, nothing, you know, damaged like that. Yeah. And if you have to return something, you just contact customer support. And right. That's it, you know? So I'm not going to pay like, say, I'm going to buy like Xeno Gears for the PS2, shell out 45 bucks. It's a rare RPG for the PS2. Exactly. And you know, I shell it out, you send me a box with just a sleeve in the game. I'm like, come on. You know, exactly. If you're collectors, you know, that's definitely you want to avoid that. But Or they would send you just a generic case with a printed yep, out, yeah. printed out, you mm-hmm. know. With Cover a label for with something yeah, written on it. Exactly. All right, guys, it is time for Mailbag. It's the new yeah. segment on the show where we get questions from anybody. We mean anybody. Mailbag. Mailbag. Uh, so we got a couple. Um, <laughs> please send in more. Mail. I forgot to mention that at the top of the show. Um, give, it, give it a theme song, Anthony. Mailbag. We'll uh, mention it in the description. Mailbag. <laughs> What's Mailbag. inside the bag? It's my Mailbag. There we go. Fuck yeah. Need some work. I love it. Perfect. So anyway, this one comes in from Katie. Thanks, Katie. What would you say is the best gaming system for someone new to gaming? Leapfrog. <laughs> Gonna go with it. They gotta start them. We gotta start them <laughs> early, Bunchers right? We're for PC. Yeah. <laughs> Spy Fox, Dry Cereal, Freddy Fish, Pajama Sam, Putt Putt Goes to the Zoo. Putt Putt. Oh my See? God. Yeah. Yeah. Time is Karma San Diego. What was your favorite putt putt? What was your favorite putt putt? Ghost of the Zoo. Space. 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 That was mine. Ghost of Space, yeah. I used to love space. I played anyway. a lot of Ghost of the Oh, no, Moon. It was the Moon. <laughs> moon, yes. yes. Back to the question. <laughs> back to it, <laughs> Okay, back to the question. Uh, I would have to say the Nintendo Switch. It's got uh, a lot of the Nintendo um, first-party games that are very accessible for the most part. Stuff like Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, stuff like Mario Party. Stuff like Mario Kart. All the Marios. Uh, you also can play... A bunch of smaller indie, of indie titles. Indies, yeah. What? Yeah, I said tons of indies. Yeah, like lots and lots of indies. I mean, um, you can take it with you if you know 
if portable gaming is appealing to you, you have that option. If not, you can plug it into the TV. Um, I just think that there's, uh, you know, there's also an argument to be made for Xbox One. Oh, that's where I was going. Oh, that really? was mine. Yeah. That okay. was mine. Well, you tell me what you were going to say. So I think this is the perfect time. If anybody doesn't own uh, one of the new consoles for this generation, I think the Xbox is the perfect one to start with. Mm-hmm. Especially now with the Game Pass it's Ultimate. Just because of Game, well, yeah. Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. You have Xbox Live and Game Pass all wrapped up in one subscription. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of games, AAA title, titles. It's just, and it's a. I want to say more fluid, at least for me. I'm not used to the PS4s switching between inviting party members oh, and I'm, things like I'm that. I'm the opposite. I so, think PS4 is way better. I honestly, for me, honestly, it feels like it's fluid. Like I don't have to skip a beat to invite somebody into a party. Don't really have to leave the game or do only all. Well, these that's other just things, from your you know? experience. My experience, bro. but yeah. <laughs> my experience is that Xbox is a great console to start off with. New yeah. To, new to gaming, the Game Pass is amazing. Right now, they still have the EA Access, which PS4 is getting later on. I think in the year, which is great. It gives you ten hours of a free trial, full game free trial of um, EA titles, mm-hmm. and that's only thirty dollars a year for that sub- uh, subscription. That's. So damn good. Yeah, and you the transfers over the saves. So let's say you decide to pick up the game full retail, you've already played ten hours and you haven't lost that progress. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. So I think the game, the Xbox has all these these extra things to it. Yes, it doesn't have the best first party games like the PS4, but but if you end up liking video games, then you mm-hmm. can maybe invest in that. Exactly. Go down the line. Go down the line. Be one of be like us where we own all three systems. You know. Yeah. Don't touch your Xbox for two years. Keep it in the closet. But every week we talk about it, it makes me want to bring it out a little more. So we'll bring see. it out. I go back and forth between all three systems. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Tyler, what do you think? Jam Sam. Nintendo Switch all the way. What about you? Nintendo Switch also. I'm gonna have to say for somebody who's just starting out, it's the Nintendo Switch. Just because there's so many family friendly titles. You know, if you you can be super casual, you can be super hardcore. There's something for everybody there. You got your you know strategy games coming out, Fire Emblem for those hardcore strategy peoples. You got your Mario Maker for people young your and hardcore old. hardcore strategy people that have never played a video game. Never played a video game before. Yeah, Fire Emblem with your waifu simulator. You got uh, Mario Odyssey. Monopoly. Monopoly. You have... Uh, Catan. Catan. Settlers of. <laughs> There's uh, Catan VR. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you just wow. get a PC. If you're gonna, you're new to gaming, you have somebody else assemble it for you. <laughs> and you can use it as a computer. All right, and this one comes in from Caitlin. What are your thoughts on the new Mortal Kombat movie? Is this a remake or a completely new movie? And who will die first? It's a completely <laughs> new movie. It's not a remake. Uh, and who will die first? Predictions, oh. Kenny? So, if we're talking mainline characters, because honestly, we're going to get introduced to one of the characters right away, and he's going to hit somebody with a, a random guy. Oh, yeah. What I'm a, talking what about a people. But mainline <laughs> main guys. Extra number one. I would like to say first death. First death will be most death. Kano. Kano. Mm. Kano. That's gonna piss off the Australians. Kano. Aussies. <laughs> He's dying. I'm letting I you know right it. now. Although I could also see him being a fan favorite. That would be a controversial way to start it off. That's what if it's Raiden. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if it, it <laughs> if it's rated, it's just like oh man, yeah, that's like, some shit. Like that'll throw me off. I wouldn't know where where the movie's going from there. Yeah, so that's I'm gonna you know. guess they'll kill Luke Kang. 
Just because he's been dead for a while. Maybe they'll, like, kill him off at first and they can do some weird, like, zombie ghost stuff. I think they're going to start new canon with this movie. I mean, I assume it's been so long they're not going to, like... Yeah, they're not... It's a brand... This is rebooting it so everybody's alive. They're going from the beginning. And I and I, I like your theory, but I don't think Raiden or Luke Kane will die. Like, these are mainstays. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. they've been there since the beginning. I can see... Or, you know who I could see dying first, actually? Very, very low-key character, Striker. Okay. Yeah, you know, sure. he's someone people know, but isn't main enough to, you know, kind of miss out on. Freak out. People yeah. f- will freak out like, oh, my God, he's dead right away. Like, no. Yeah. Well, I could see Stryker getting killed first. What or, about, like, you know, a Quan Chi? Or, or, you know, which one I could see dying? The original Zub-Zero, who turns into Noob Saiba. So then that leads into. Well, they just cast this character. Well, which Zub-Zero is he playing? It's gotta be the one that so, looks like a, the blue one. Yeah. So he, so he, <laughs> he's, he's the, the brother. One. So he's the brother, the one we're known. But we could, we could end up seeing his older brother. Who you know. I gotta watch the history of Noob Saibot. I'm a little fuzzy so on it. It's the older brother to Sub Zero. Originally, he dies. Quan Chi uses his sorcery, brings him back, and makes him into what he is now. I guarantee you can find a bunch of YouTube channels with some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually saw a thumbnail 20, for it last night. Twenty minutes, oh, twenty yeah. minute long. Yep, I love those. But those I could, I could kind of see that happening. Like you know, like getting him to die first, and then you know you still have regular Sub Zero, you know, but the older brother, mm-hmm. um, Behan, Behan will die. Behind, Behan, <laughs> like like what? <laughs> Almost like that, Behan. Like mine did last night. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I will say. Noob to bring in Noob. I, I think Noob will be in MK2. Exactly, but yeah. Brother will die. Maybe at the end of the movie. Nah, he's going to die at the beginning of the movie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to Ryu from Street Fighter. Beginning. All right, so uh, that does it. We didn't get as many questions as we had hoped, so maybe next week we'll get a few uh, more. Um, follow us on Facebook. We're over there. Um, we make posts. We got a Let's Play coming up for Super Mario Maker. Uh, I remember we'd be back next week for the Level With You show. Thanks for tuning in.